Hey, it's Nelvin Medora here for Friday, January 13th with the Swipes email, which means swipe wisdom, interesting picture, essay, and a sketch. So let's get started with a swipe. Now, this one's pretty cool. I love the eye-grabbing image of this 1980s boombox ad. Now, it focuses on one major feature of the stereo. It has a lot of buttons and knobs and a tape player and all that kind of stuff, but what it features is the handle. So it shows that by buying the stereo, you can take your music anywhere, which in 1980 was actually a pretty neat thing. And I just love how this ad is kind of like a rectangle and the boombox is a rectangle and it's horizontal on the vertical page. It looks, looks really cool. I just really dig this one. Here's a, a piece of wisdom. Every business in the world will completely change how they operate in the next 10 to 20 years. Think about from when, like 20, 30 years ago, nothing is done the same anymore. Nothing. Maybe there's still waiters, but they do things differently, right? Before they didn't use digital things. Now they bring out a thing to you. Everything's different. Most jobs have not changed or have changed quite a bit in 30 years. So it's going to seem natural that in 10 to 20 years, as technology has accelerated, every business will completely change how they operate. So this is actually a huge opportunity as you can either help companies do this or replace them. So there's always a new shiny thing on the internet and it's a, uh, it's a little bit dangerous to get too attached to one thing and be like, this is going to be the next thing. There's a lot of these waves. So in my lifetime, it's kind of fun to remember just the, the list of social networks that everyone was talking about at the time. It used to be dig. And then it was Craigslist, then delicious, then Orkut, then MySpace, then Zanga, then GeoCities, then Friendster. Uh, it used to be Periscope. It used to be Instagram posts, then Instagram stories, then Instagram TV. Remember that? Then YouTube and then Vine and then Snapchat and Twitter and Clubhouse and TikTok and Instagram shorts, YouTube shorts, be real. And then it used to be, who knows? There will always be this next hot thing. And the underlying commonality in all these platforms is that they allowed you to connect with other people. So underneath all of these things, one thing to notice that whenever doing business is you generally have to connect with a lot of people. And so ironically, the one platform that still brings me the most sales after all these times, it gets very little recognition, email. I was going through all the different social networks we're on and everything. And I was just like, you know what? I would trade all my followers with the exception of Twitter for uh, one thing, a, a larger email list. If I could double my email list, I'd give up all my socials. And so that is one of the, the things that has definitely lasted the longest in this world, uh, at least in my working life. Here's something interesting. Whatever the very rich have, thanks to technology, in about 20 years, it's usually available to everyone, especially if that thing is digital. So for example, from 2001 to 2023, roughly about 20 years, you used to have secretaries to do all sorts of things, to type things, to Xerox things, to mail things to schedule things. Now you just have Calendly or something like that, right? Like I use a scheduler called Calendly or people used to have private chauffeurs. Now you have Uber or you used to have vacation homes. Now you have Airbnb or you used to have consultants. Now you have Upwork or YouTube to learn things or you used to have employees. And now you have software automation. So it's going to be really interesting to watch what's only available to the rich become commoditized and super cheap in 20 years. So for example, I think something like hair transplants, that's uh, it's not exact. It's not the most expensive thing on the planet, but it still is expensive. And I think it's just going to become cheaper and cheaper and cheaper. Uh, another thing in vitro fertilization, if you can't have kids, you can now have kids and the differently, like the gene corrective surgeries. I think those things are going to become much, much, much cheaper and common. The corrective vision surgery, LASIK used to be a very, very expensive surgery. And now you can get it down to like, you know, 
a thousand dollars an eye, even cheaper in some countries. I think private jet access, unfortunately, private jets still are fossil fuel based and they are. So that means there's a lot of fuel uh, involved. And but however, fractional private jet ownership, you can actually rent a private jet, not the nicest one on the planet, but for like reasonable prices now. And you can actually share rides on private jets with certain services. So I think that's get already getting better. And as private jets become electric, I think they'll get very, very cheap. Uh, the other thing is like detailed medical testing. Right now, there's all these like services that'll do really expensive blood work and all that stuff. It sounds like the cost of that is just going to plummet as these machines and, and testing gets better. And then also virtual assistants. Um, I think right now, a lot of people have employees and virtual assistants. And it, I think it's just going to get so cheap or AI is going to become so good that it could just be like your assistant, much like we already have Siri and Alexa and such. And what else? Let me know what else you think is going to be really cheap in 20 years. Uh, here is a picture, and the picture is of me talking on the phone to you. That's right. Did you know that every Wednesday and Friday I do 10-minute calls with people on my email list? It's my way of connecting with new people, seeing what they do, learning about them, and just chatting. You know, I, I chat, I broadcast these emails to a lot of people. Uh, I don't always get to hear back from them. So if you want to set up a time, reply back to this email with, I want to chat. And we'll set up a quick call. I started doing this sometimes last year, and I have talked to about 100 plus people so far last year, and I plan to do even more this year. Here's a quick little essay. It's not the longest essay in the world. Um, I didn't feel like it needed much more. So this may seem a little bit harsh, but I would like you to just like think about this. So you are judged and rewarded by your utility in life. So this means without even thinking about it, people naturally judge you by your looks, your height, your strength, your intelligence, your cleverness, your entertainment value, your loyalty, your competence, your wealth, your social capital, your manual labor, your reliability, your skills, your experience, perhaps your family. Now, of course, some of these qualities may be more or less valuable for men or women, like for example, height. I think height is well-revered for men, not as much for women. So if you're trying to move up in life, generally increasing one or more of these metrics can help. And I think it's just one of those interesting things to think about how people judge each other without even thinking about it, right? Most people say like, oh, I don't judge people like that. But in reality, your brain is trained subconsciously to judge people, to judge them as a threat or if they can help you or if they're neutral. So it's kind of interesting to see like that's kind of what's going on in the background of people's brains. Here's some sketches and it's neat to see these different AI trends popping up in 2022. So I ran some of these, uh, these numbers through trends and you can see that uh, I'm surprised that Web3 was definitely something that held strong all of 2022. And you can see different AIs like Dolly, Dolly 2 pop up, GPT-3, GPT-4 is gaining a lot of momentum right now. OpenAI, ChatGPT gained a lot of momentum starting kind of mid-November. And so uh, it's kind of fun to see all these keywords. I also ran some of these charts. It's a GitHub repository I used. And to, to run these and I charted all the Elon Musk related companies and they all have like all the keywords are pretty strong in demand. You could see around April or so of 2022, Elon Musk really popped. I'm assuming that's when he bought Twitter, I think, but demand for Tesla, um, the model S, X, Y, and three, it's kind of wild. Like those keywords are just strong and steady. Like they don't move. Uh, so it's kind of wild to see how much demand there is for those things. And I thought it would be a really cool graph to graph out copywriting, marketing, writing, content writing, UX and UI. And in reality, it doesn't really show anything. So not that interesting. I thought I'd have a strong closer for this, but I don't. Hopefully next time. Anyways, my name is Nelvin Medora. I will talk to you later.